You are now listening to the In Between Rounds podcast with Gabe Ojeda and Pat Estrada, your weekly MMA habit and the only Filipino mixed martial arts podcast that matters. That intro hits hard. Oh. I love that intro. So good. You guys can't see intro. it, but yep. We wild we'll in see here. It we wild in. We'll see it soon. Yep. In the I In Between Rounds studio. That's how we do. <laughs> conglomerate we're cool yeah, in the you episode just jump right into it yeah of course <laughs> it's all good so guys welcome to in between rounds episode number 12 and you know it's sick ass intro there to start things out just to get us in the mood conor mcgregor fight week it's it's shaping up pretty well gabe and i were just talking about how how we loved the press conference right mm-hmm. dude that was you know what? I'm very happy about the press conference. One, because I caught it as it was coming out. <laughs> oh, you were one of the commenters. You're like watching it live. Um, yeah, and no, and the, the live stream. I caught the live stream. Nice, awesome. So, like it was dinner time. I was just like sitting on my desk, you know, doing stuff. And I was like, I got the notification. Oh, UFC 257 <laughs> press conference live now. Boom watched Mm -hmm. it it was fun man because it was nice to watch everything unfold in real time Mm -hmm. you know not get spoiled or there's just like this air of like what's he gonna say right you know is he gonna say something is it gonna get wild there was tension in the air but it was the right tension yeah at first though uh i forgot who that guy was one of the questions he was really trying to goat connor into saying something right i didn't like that but once after the first interviewer Everyone knew, okay, everyone here is, you know, very cordial, very respectful. Let's let's have a nice um let's have a nice press conference. And this is one of the first uh UFC events where I'm really excited that there's no bad blood. There's there's not none of that in the air. It's just we're all we're all friends here. We're all gonna put on a great show and cement our legacies. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh I, I love the vibe, man. At first, it seemed like everyone was gonna just ask Connor questions. Right. But like as the press conference went by, I believe everyone got their fair share. Oh yeah, for sure. I obviously Connor is the draw. Everyone mm-hmm. wants a lot of questions were asked mm-hmm. because since Connor just performed like a year ago. Yeah. And, and I love how you know what Dan Hooker's personality came out as well mm-hmm. as uh, Michael the Blessed One Chandler. The blessed one. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I love how he said, "Yeah, there are four dads here on stage." Very, and- very good observation. Mm, that's true. I, I don't, I don't know how to feel about like having their kids watch the event. That's mm-hmm. that's a little scary. I, I like how they're all gonna, yeah, they know what they're gonna do. But yeah, they, they all have, know. yeah. Mm-hmm. It they seems like kids. they all have different ways mm-hmm. that they let their kids experience MMA. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, so- D- Dustin's was the darkest. He was like, yeah, she takes out the stitches when I get back. I'm like, what? <laughs> she knows what's up. That's you. Do you? <laughs> Like, are you, know, you like, sure that's like matt murdoch you know daredevil like yeah. his dad was a boxer right he'd want he'd be the one to stitch up his father so i'm mm. like that's wow. a little dark it's quite dark that's Imagine a little dark being a, even for you dustin yeah i know you the know. diamond come on don't you got your yeah. wife to or anybody else to take out the stitch there, there's actually a lot to unpack about the press conference and mm-hmm. yeah um, i'm trying to i'm trying to percolate my thoughts right now one well one is a uh, michael chandler is God damn, that guy is championship material. Mm. Okay. 
carries himself very well, says all the right things. And I just like his energy, man. I think he could really be like a spokesperson or uh, an ambassador for the UFC. Yeah, uh, 100%. He, I, when you say carry himself, I love how he is underselling himself. Mm, yes, right? exactly. I, I, I like that back, hum- humility. I like how, how he's so humble about it. But if you look pat, look at his performances, like mm-hmm. you mentioned, Benson Henderson, um, mm-hmm. Eddie Alvarez, these are pretty big name fighters. Granted, like they had years in them. He still yeah. did pretty well. And I, I love how when, I, when the interview you sent me, when I was listening to him, and then also the other interviewer was trying to goad him to saying like, oh, do you think Dan Hooker is a big enough name? I love how he's not looking yes, past anyone exactly. besides Dan Hooker. Because exactly. Dan Hooker is a beast. And, I, yeah. six, and he's he gave like a really barn burning performance against Poirier. And yeah, on, on that note, someone also tried to go, like goat him into saying something about Conor McGregor. Because yeah. like they were right beside each other, right? Mm-hmm. And he gave such a good answer. He was like, I think... Conor McGregor is exactly who he says he is, which is like mm. a fucking awesome answer. That's cool, right. Friend. That's a great answer, dude. That, and then he went like on a... to say something like they're going to meet eventually, that he's training for the best of the best. I mean, those are some great answers, man. Yeah. The like most, fantastic answers. The most interrogating thing anyone said was when he said Charles Oliveira couldn't make weight. That's it. Yeah. I mean, that's fine. Those are facts. <laughs> Dan Hooker's like, I got broomsticks thicker than that <laughs> boy. <laughs> Which is good. Like, you need those one-liners, right? Mm-hmm. And yes, I like that checkmate moment when a, pre- a press conference uh, personality is trying to ask you this question and you're like, you're not going to get anything out of me today. All mm-hmm. respect here. And uh, we saw that in Dan Hooker. We saw it as well um, with with um, Poirier when yeah. he was asked a lot of questions about Connor. He was mm-hmm. asked, especially like Connor, when he was saying like 60 seconds. Do you think a lot of people mm-hmm. keep asking about yeah. that 60 seconds? And he didn't I, even say, he didn't even say it in a way that was like unkind. Yeah, it you wasn't know, he just said, at all. Yeah, he just said, I put in the work well, along these lines, not verbatim. Mm-hmm. I put in the work. I'm excited to be here and it's going to be a master class, you know, and he and he'll, he always tagged like, hey, I'm happy to be fighting Dustin because mm-hmm. Dustin is a great fighter. Yeah. Right. I, I will, love that, man. At one point, I love like, it. They were blowing smoke each other's butt. They smoke yeah. up each other's butts. He's like, like, I want to try it. that hot sauce. I want to oh. try that hot sauce. I don't try that. Th- uh, the, the, it's at the proper 12. Then they were yeah. talking about the, the good fight foundation. Mm-hmm. It's just good vibes. Yeah. This is it's, actually. I love it. Yeah, it's great. And. So to me, I think this is the best time for people to get into UFC, Absolutely. get into mixed martial arts. Absolutely. These four horsemen are the best ambassadors mm-hmm. right now for the company to represent. Yeah. Like, and they're can, all in the same division. So like the tension also comes from thinking about the fact that somewhere down the line, all these guys are going to end up facing each other. True. Right? True. And they're all like savages, dude. I know. You know, I love it, man. Mm-hmm. And especially really with good. the fight pass um, plans I showed you earlier. Yes. The ultimate fight pass, I think, is the way to go. Mm-hmm. For anyone who's trying to get into UFC, it's like all the pay-per-views and every single content available on fight pass. Easy. Easy. It's an easy deal, guys. Yeah, it's it's, it it's a steal. Thank you, Welcome, Uncle Dana. Dana. Yeah, Dana. See, that's our shout out to Dana. That's how we do man did you see the interviews or data like we got him we got yeah. him. <laughs> like i'm glad i'm glad you asked me that because we got one we got one <laughs> we got one we're watching him right now 
I love Dana. I love how petty he is. And guys, don't don't tempt him. He will he yeah. will go after you. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, press it. Uh, press it. We'll see what I happens. Pop the link up. We dare you. <laughs> Pop it up. We're listening to his house right now. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, like piracy is something I never really did with, with UFC. Mm-hmm. You know, like because I always had it either on the TV or yeah. Mm-hmm. Balls. That's where I got it from. Yeah, balls, hyper, hyper. What's, what's the one before now? Hyper, something hyper. Hyper, yeah. Um a lot of my buddies. Signal. Yeah, a lot of my buddies, uh Sunday, they always, you know, invite me to go to a sports bar. Exactly. Or something yeah, there just you to go. watch. Yeah. I, I I like that, but I also like the commentary. So yeah. I, I do want to watch it because yeah. in the sports bar you can barely hear it. The be- the best one for me was Fox Plus here in the Philippines. Mm, okay. Subscription based, you could watch on any device. I really like that. That's dope. That's dope. You know, like because I'm not really a TV guy, so when I when it's UFC time, I have to go to another room, mm-hmm. watch in a room that has a cable box. Yeah. So I I, I don't enjoy that process. Mm-hmm. You know, I well, like Uncle watching Dana. Christmas keeps on giving like it's on. Yeah, I know so it's I January. Pass, yeah. Got the fight pass. And you know, with people like since we're in the Philippines, you know, we can't get uh, ESPN plus. Mm-hmm. I mean, we, we do have to rely on Kebble. Yeah. Fight pass is the way guys. So big shout That's our big shout out <laughs> to Dana Kebble. and fight plus. Cable. I was like, who's Kebble? <laughs> <laughs> Dude. No, what we can do is we can split the fight pass, man. We can. Yeah, the, for the, sure. The annual one is like a little over two hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. I mean, a little under two hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we could do that. So we can talk about that later. Yeah. Um, Dana, our- we're up and coming, so we're sharing resources. Yeah, we got we got to make do. We got to make do. We got to make do, son. Hey, but do. we, you know, in the next couple episodes, we could be announcing something big. Oh yeah, we could mm-hmm. be. We could mm-hmm. be. Fingers crossed in between Believe us. in yourself. Mm-hmm. Believe Manifest. in ourselves. Manifest it. Manifest destiny. <laughs> That's how we do. <laughs> but yeah, back to the press conference because there is mm-hmm. a lot to unpack. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so Dan Hooker said something beautiful that I think Conor McGregor also kind of circled back to. And Dan Hooker was like, the only reason why I'm here is because everyone before me said no. Ooh, yes. Right? That was good and he was like, so I'm here taking the risk against someone like Michael Chandler and I'm here to reap the rewards, which is true. Hey, I just have to say going up against Michael Chandler, having no record in the UFC, mm-hmm. but a record outside. That's a huge yeah. risk yeah. for Dan Hooker. Yeah. And I bet everyone who declined to fight Michael Chandler is like, oh, my God, I could have been the co-main event of a Conor McGregor card. Mm-hmm. They're all going home with bags after after a Saturday night. Don't make no mistake. That's why everyone loves being on a Connor card because everybody True. gets paid. Dude, Max Holloway is waiting for someone to exactly pull out. Just so just you know, in case. beautiful sentiment from Dan Hooker because he did take the risk in fighting a savage like Michael Chandler. But guess mm-hmm. what? Our boy's getting paid no matter what. Yeah. Right. So that's that's great, man. Because like because oh. everything was so up in the air, so they didn't really know what pay-per-view they were going to put mm-hmm. Chandler in. Right. But the stars align, man. Mm-hmm. Chandler and Conor McGregor um, undercard. Dude. Dude. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to everyone, especially like the lightweight division. Every- I-, I like what he said as well. Um, I don't know if this was in the presser or in an interview I saw, but I think someone said that he came in a yacht, right? And then he's 
and he uh that that that's like how championship like he wanted to <laughs> scout the he wanted to scout the arena and he said yeah. something like a rising tide raises all ships so i'm here to raise the bar for everyone to elevate the game so it's like connor is at that point where he's already giving back yeah same same as dustin i mean i think dustin said something like his philosophy is that's his personal philosophy as a man if you're at that point where you can give back you have to it's your exactly. duty to give yeah. back and it is that's what they're doing how, and how crazy is it that Dan Hooker and Dustin are like in the same uh, event and they just had like a really crazy fight. Yeah, last they year. had like a fight of the year contender. That was good. I checked that one out. There was nonstop action. And they, I'm surprised no one asked about that. Yeah. Right? It's weird, right? That's how big this card is. No, no one. No one was like, Dustin, so how do you feel? But the fight with Dan Hooker, he's right beside you or something. That that's why you need in between rounds to be at these press fence. To mm. ask the hard questions. The relevant, the, the only re- questions that, that matter. matter. There we go. I can't leave it and tag that in the start. Ah. I'm so bad. No, that's good. That's good. We get anyway, we're working on it. Just, just, on just it. a gentle reminder. You are listening mm-hmm. to the only Filipino <laughs> podcast that matters. As voted by our closest friends and family mm-hmm. and our dog kebble yeah kebble kebble <laughs> the kebble box <laughs> <laughs> oh man that's hilarious dude oh, uh yeah dude i don't know man i was really yeah, entertained I, by dan hooker i got a question for you mm. what question would you have asked them if you were there Ooh, that's a very good question mm-hmm um you caught me off guard with that one i did Ooh, you, you caught me off guard with that one i like it mm-hmm. i like it um i'm as surprised as when i saw the last jedi um, <laughs> <laughs> everyone is surprised yeah. what i'm still question? yeah what questions because it seems like we're at the point where they're just running around the same questions mm-hmm. asked about the 60 seconds what's gonna happen after this who's mm-hmm. the next fight you want um so what is there left to ask? Because uh, I, I think we're past the point of them instigating fights, right? right. So we're really... It's want, not necessary want, anymore. You know, it's not necessary. We just want to get to know them more and how they can mm. sell their stock more, right? So what is there and who who you want to address it to? Or if you have... You know, um, I, I probably would have asked Connor what he did uh, post-Khabib fight until this moment to be the person he is right now oh that's like a what happened good mm-hmm. that's you good know, i would love to know that's a good question i would love to know yeah because really? he's just so he's evolved as a human being mm-hmm. by leaps and bounds and like his character is just so different now mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. true that's a good one right do you think he'll he could still be buds with dylan danis and like he could still run with that crowd of uh that yeah I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure him and dylan thing. are still Mm-hmm. I'm pretty Cause, sure, man. Because he's honestly like a different person. He, he is, is a different, so completely wholesome. different person. He, yeah, completely the embedded, different person. He is just the the coolest dad. Yeah, I think now it's just about different priorities for him. Mm. You know, before he was like super hungry, needed mm-hmm. to get eyeballs on him, but he's already got all the eyeballs on him. Mm-hmm. He doesn't need pipe bombs anymore. It's like strictly business. And and this is what I was wanted to bring up because you mm-hmm. said you love this version of Connor, yeah. right? What about the the fans that love the brashness in him, like that love the the talk, that love the the trash talker? Do well, you that, think they're still gonna like him? I think so. Yeah. I mean, I'm looking at how people are reacting to all his 
videos and interviews and it's mm-hmm. like overwhelmingly positive right mm-hmm. of course you'll get a few haters who say khabib humbled him but like it's <laughs> it's like come on that's silly of course uh, it's not because of khabib it's like it's everything right he's one of the factors of it's... course i think not khabib himself but i think one of the factors is how he conducted himself with khabib yeah yeah that's true his behavior with mm-hmm. this person which is I not think, fun, which is not fun at all, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and I think he really looked back and was like, wow, I think I took it too far. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Road to redemption for him. I mean, he's already, in my eyes, he's already re- redeemed yeah. himself. Um, mm-hmm. And he's already a good advocate for the sport. The one, again, I'm a huge GSP mark. I know he's very mm-hmm. wholesome. I think he this type of behavior is really good for the sport yeah. for welcoming yeah. new fans instead of like having someone that's a bad example yeah. for the industry i get it it gets a lot of shock controversy going mm. on a lot of people talking but if you we want to get rid of those days where yeah. people see cage fighting is barbaric right mm-hmm. here it's a gentleman's sport yeah you know, it is a gentleman's sport yeah everyone's wearing very, a suit mm-hmm. michael oh. chandler is like decked out in gucci mm-hmm. let's <laughs> go <true>. son <laughs> Like um, Dustin Poy had like two gold chains around his neck. Oh, you got two? I All right, two gangster. chains. <laughs> um, Dan Hooker was like in a Reebok sweater, so I couldn't really tell well, if he had like any he, drip on he, him. Yeah, but he was doing the company thing, right? Sport, yeah. the, getting that Reebok uh, on stage. Yeah, yeah. So I wanted to bring up Khabib. Khabib cornered um, his his yeah. cousin or his, yeah, yeah. another. Well, uh, yeah, but I will say though, before we move on. Okay. The... This Connor, I wouldn't appreciate him as much if I didn't see the older version of Connor. That's a good point. You know, because the reason why I love this version of Connor is not necessarily because he's wholesome and respectful, but I enjoy witnessing growth. Mm. I like to watch the evolution of someone from something. Well, and he said it himself from nothing to something to everything, right? To Ariel. And to me, that's what I'm witnessing now. I'm literally watching this guy evolve as a person, as a fighter, as a businessman, as a family man. And that's beautiful. That's what I like. Trying to think of a good movie analogy. I was thinking Star Wars. Like you can't appreciate, uh, what's that? Not Empire. Uh, that? There's a New Hope, Empire Strikes Back, and then... Uh, Return of the Jedi. Return of the Jedi. Can't really appreciate the last one if you haven't seen the first two. Exactly, because you got to see how he changes the character. Yeah, right. You, so we have a character arc, which I like. Mm-hmm. It's good. It, it's for the it's for the better. It's not like mm-hmm. for the worst, right? Exactly. It's, it's, he's he's turning uh, haters to believers. In exactly. My and and you know, I was looking at Dustin's face. He looked calm, but he also looked like he was nervous that Connor was going to say something wild. At any second. Did you I get that all vibe? Of, all of them were. That's the tension in the air. I felt like he was like, he's like, is he really just going to be this guy this whole time? Or is he yeah. waiting to like launch a missile at me? You That's know? true. And, I and saw as it Dan, on Dustin's face. And as as Dan Hooker said, like in Conor, Conor McGregor press conferences, you got to be on your toes. You're not sure what's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And no one, no one was ready for this wholesome content. Yeah. So... I think that explains a little bit of the tension I was talking about, aside from, you know what, they're going to fight each other. But mm-hmm. also, it's like, you got Conor McGregor in a room with a microphone. 
exactly. and the fight's about to happen. So, and the whole division, technically, the, the top of the division are right mm-hmm. there. So it's like, uh, history might have repeated yeah. itself. Like he could have had another, yeah. who, the, who the, is that guy performance? Exactly. And I think for Conor McGregor, uh, Conor McGregor alone, mm-hmm. I think trash talking might be a little bit passe already at this point. Yeah, for him. He did, honestly, it's like a little bit of passe. Mm. Like it's, it's good. We get it. You know, how can I, how can I put this in, in, in another, in another way? It's like, if Conor McGregor trash talks, it's like, I don't know, Bill Gates trying to do something with his money. Like, I don't mm-hmm. know. And it, 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 he doesn't have to, cause it's already, we already, we're already going to watch it. We're already invested because it's a Conor McGregor fight. So it's like, yeah, you, you might be, he doesn't have to do it. It doesn't have to, be. it doesn't have to. I don't think he even wants to do it anymore. I don't think, yeah, because, you know, he always said, I always speak the truth. And the truth is, he doesn't feel like doing it. Mm-hmm. You know, I doubt he ever did that for the numbers and notoriety and stuff. I think mm-hmm. he was just being himself. Mm-hmm. And, you know, at, at some point, we were all like brash and young and crazy, right? So we're just witnessing growth. Let's, <laughs> that's beautiful, man. <laughs> right? Let's, I, I want to address the, the video I sent you. Shout outs to MMA on point, by the way. They mm. make great UFC content that we love watching. Yes, they made a video. Hey, how dare you? <laughs> they made a lot of valid points. Yeah, they did. And they did. the story's still going. They they made a video about Conor McGregor and how mm-hmm. he has a weird relationship with fans, which I get. Yeah. I th- but I think I just think with, with the comment I sent you also, mm-hmm. it's like if you're gonna say Conor McGregor content or like mm-hmm. He's oversaturated on the internet. Mm-hmm. Then don't make two videos about him in like three days. You know what I mean? Like, uh, let me let me rebuttal that. Yeah, they would be a little dumb not to because they're a, they're a channel. They need the views. exactly yes, exactly. So, which I I get. Mm-hmm. But like, I think if you're gonna do that, knowing the fact, then maybe don't include that in your video as to why Conor McGregor is disconnected from fans. Maybe mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, don't know. that's that's one of them. And yeah. Uh, you know, they did mention a lot of good points with the probably, I mean, not, I don't know now, but the mm-hmm. toxic fan base of how, the, you know, they're very brash and yeah. um, they would say anything he does w- w- uh, is like gospel to them. Anything he says would be gospel to them. And the, the notoriety he brought reading. to people. <laughs> <laughs> they're browsing the dark side of Twitter, man. <laughs> I already removed all that stuff from my Twitter. I don't That's see, good. I That's don't see good. the toxic fans. You know? Yeah, we shouldn't. We shouldn't. I'm, the, I'm the only kind of fan that matters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we don't need that. We don't want those type of fans as well in, in between rounds. We want this to be wholesome. And I think this version of Conor McGregor is the best that can come out. Because to be honest with you, man, I wasn't the biggest. I wasn't a Conor McGregor fan. Yeah. Like I wasn't. I didn't like him that much because mm-hmm. of how he conducted himself mm-hmm. and how he made a trend where everyone had to be the next Conor McGregor and had to, yeah. I, again, that's how everyone started wearing suits. That was his brand. Right. Yeah. And it worked for him. It's yeah. just that it paved the way for other mm-hmm. trash talkers. Kevin Lee, I'm looking at you. <laughs> Kobe Covington. Yeah. Kobe Covington. Uh, so yeah, again, yeah. coming from, uh, I'm, I'm a huge GSP yeah. guy. So I, I really like the, yeah. I'm, I'm very, I'm very vanilla. That's actually a very good point. You know, for a while, Everyone was trying to be the Conor McGregor copycat, right? Mm. But now that more time has passed, mm-hmm. it's not necessarily Conor McGregor copycat. It's more like, how do I make the most out of my MMA career? What can I do? Mm. Right? So they're looking at Conor. Okay, I'll dress better. 
mm-hmm. okay, I'll start a side business and use my fame to kind of elevate that side business. Right. right. Um, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll know my worth. I'll show up to the media. I'll say the right things on the mic. You know, like that's the example. That's what they're, yeah, that's what they're learning now. But mm. back then was like, okay, let's wear a suit and talk shit. Let's go late. You know? Let's, let's, let's yeah. go, go late. It's a press con just to so get all now, the attention. Yeah. But now we've been able to see how Connor has utilized being an MMA fighter. To be honest, with so you, now it, everyone's trying the same thing. I like this. And dude, if Connor went back to the same way, I don't think we'd get we'd be talking about this. We'd be singing a different tune. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I think. Yeah, man, I totally agree. I think it, I, I don't think it would have been a good time if you're just running his mouth. Yeah, he'd validate the haters. He'd mm-hmm. validate all the people that thought negatively yeah. of him. And now it's like, yeah. I don't know if anybody has anything negative to say to, uh, to him. And I'm very, very critical. Diff- it would be him. very difficult to. And I'm very critical with Connor. Like, I'm not mm-hmm. the biggest fan of his. But now I could say that he is a good example for the sport. Yeah, because it seems like now Connor... It's like a Connor-centric episode. I know. It Can seems we like... Um, no, I love this topic. <laughs> it seems like Connor is now grateful for the life he's built for himself agree you know? i agree mm-hmm. and and you see it with the way he like i don't know he was very lighthearted. he was yeah. like is, it, is that max holloway on a skateboard yeah <laughs> that's brilliant like he just yeah he, he's so wholesome like how can you get mad at that that's why how this Con- that's why i believe that this connor is the most dangerous connor because mm. like he's i don't know you just see him so hyper aware okay you know let let let's shift gears here because Khabib was brought up, and this was the only time Connor actually show, showed his fangs. You know, mm-hmm. like we like, oh, okay, yeah. Like, um, Khabib did corner um his family member, mm-hmm. a brother. I'm not quite sure. Uh, he did say that he seemed like he doesn't want to fight. Like he said that don't make me uh do something my mother wouldn't want me to. Like, uh, he's got well, his Khabib. own business. Yeah, Khabib. Yeah. yeah. Khabib yeah, said, you know, uh, yeah. all these things. And we've we've heard that he's, you know, he's not just as we talked about, I think last night. Yeah, we were saying mm-hmm. that we we just assume that he's only into fighting. But exactly. He's not. I love how you brought this up because I was actually going to bring it up. But go ahead. Yeah, we said that he he has his own business. Mm-hmm. He's cornering people. Mm-hmm. He's he's trying to make MMA go to the Olympics. He's he's doing all these things. So. You know, yeah. I, I feel like a lot of people don't see the bigger picture. We don't see so, that. Yeah. And they just think he's chilling. I, I understand what Dana's sentiments are. If you're a fight fan, you want him to come back. But as Connor said, like, you can't force him out if he does want to fight. If he's mm-hmm. good with if he wants to rest on his laurels, good on him. And exactly. He has really good accomplishments. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, I'm glad that you brought that up because, like, it's easy to kind of be an observer. Right. And just assume, oh. Khabib's just chilling. Mm-hmm. Beat Connor, beat Dustin, retired, made his money. Mm-hmm. But like you said, he's doing other stuff behind the scenes, mm-hmm. cornering, cornering his cousin or whatever, or his brother, boys, yep. his boys, building up a gym, mm-hmm. um, getting MMA to the Olympics, and like just, I guess, training the next generation of Dagestani MMA yep. fighters, right? Among other things, whatever. Because mm-hmm. like he's very low key about what he's up to yes very very private mm-hmm. right and you know when connor gets a little worked up when khabib is brought up i think it's understandable because i think khabib represents like his lowest point mm. 
I think that when he thinks about Khabib, it's like, I could have been better. I could have yeah. beaten that man, but I let, I don't know, whatever, some dark side of me take over, right? right. And I just acted like a total shithead, mm-hmm. which is true. Yeah. He is Connor for some reason brought out the worst side of himself because he slapped Artem because <laughs> Khabib <laughs> slapped Artem around. The Russian hammer. You don't, you don't, you don't mess with Artem, man. Mm-hmm. You, you could mess with you could mess with D and uh, Dylan, Dylan Danis, but, but not Artem. Artem. You're gonna get a dolly in the face. You're gonna, you're gonna get glass in your eye. You know, according to Ray Michael, Borg. No, Michael Chiesa, dude. Oh, Michael Chiesa, Shout outs whatever. to him okay, getting the winner over Neil Magny. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, man. I think it's just Khabib is a representation. Yeah. I don't think he's necessarily worked up about Khabib as a person or as a fighter, mm-hmm. but Khabib symbolizes a part in his life that I don't think he's proud of. My wish and prediction for Connor is that whenever that's going to be brought up, mm-hmm. he's going to be more chill and chill about it. I because think he's, yeah, I think once he has this fight done and he's going to mm-hmm. go to the next one, like his that that dark spot in his career is definitely going to mm-hmm. be just a just a just the chapter right yeah there's still and the whole know, book left and he's un- understandably somber when he asks about khabib right mm-hmm. so it's not like he's freaking out or anything oh yeah but compared to how he answers other questions you can see kind of like a a difference like maybe two notches above emotionally yeah, and i true. think this is the first time that he's really sat down for media mm-hmm. and to hear questions because for the Cerrone fight no one was he bringing up Khabib. It was more like, "Why are you here? Why are you back? Yeah, the um, why are you I fighting think, Donald? You know how I think do you tensions feel? were still high for that? Yeah, they, and I he don't barely think they did were, any media. Yeah, I don't think they were allowed to be in the same event or, yeah. or something. But uh, yeah, they, they discussed that once Connor would arrive, Khabib would leave, or mm-hmm. he, like he'd have to quarantine, so there's yeah. no chances for them of running into yeah. each other. But I, I don't think anything would happen if they ran into each other. I'm sure. I don't think I, so. I think at most they just ignore each other. They won't like call each other out yeah. or anything. Especially like Khabib. Like people just know Khabib because of that fight. But if you see his other fights, he's so nice. He's so um, respectful. At the at the end when he finished cornering his his guy, he went to the other corner and just thanked everyone. He's he's a very nice guy. Khabib is very respectful and very humble too. So yeah. whatever he decides, I support. Exactly. Exactly. If he doesn't want to chase 30 and 0, that's fine. He's he's accomplished enough. He was able to elevate the sport enough for it to be better before he started. Mm-hmm. And now he's doing that, as you mentioned, training the next generation. And you know what? If he yeah. wants to wait it out, like he doesn't have to come, he doesn't have to rush back in. Speaking of rush, maybe mm-hmm. he's gonna come back for George Rush St. Pierre. I want to see that. <laughs> I want to see that. I would love to see that fight. I'm scared for George, though. Do you think so? Well, just because... Well, I know George is still... You know, he's still training, but, dude... I don't know if he could make it down to 155, though. It might be a catch weight. 165. Maybe. The Kevin Lee division. (laughs) The Kevin Kevin Lee Lee division. division. (laughs) Khabib versus GSP for the debut (laughs) 165-pound title. Oh, I thought for no for Kevin Lee's title. For Kevin Lee's title. <laughs> Tur- tournament for Kevin Lee's title. 
Where is Kevin Lee? We should really research what he's doing, no? Yeah, exactly. I think, you know, <laughs> I think he's just chilling, man. The Motown, Motown phenom. Motown phenom, dude. So uh, Such a snazzy dresser. Dude, that guy really overplayed his cards. Overplayed him. Yeah, I think you're that. We're this salty because we were really big Kevin Lee. Believers. I was a big Kevin Lee fan. I was like, yeah, this guy's the next. You know, he's next. saying all the right things. Mm-hmm. Could improve marketable. On the trash talk. Yeah, marketable. Got the look. Yeah, but yeah. what happened? After the Ferguson loss, Al- I Quinta, <laughs> the real estate agent, and the real estate agent <laughs> took took him to town, son. Oh god! But yeah, you know, I think Connor's final step in, like, I guess, reconciling mm-hmm. is just another fight with Khabib to show himself and the world that he's not as emotional as they think he is. I I do believe that's going to happen, yeah. but the world's not ready for it. I yet. would want to run that back also if I were Connor. I, I I would just not now. Like let's let's let it, you know, like his proper 12. Just let it age yeah. a bit. Let let them find successes in other aspects and yeah. then it, they're going to come calling to each other just how Dustin called back to Connor. It's going to exactly. happen. Well, again, never say never, right? Mm-hmm. Could happen, it couldn't happen, but wherever whatever they decide now is so what do you think is next for Khabib then? Like if he's just, if he's not going to take the fight, just going to do his thing behind the scenes? Yes, I believe so. Let's, I think he looks happy what he's doing now, man. He looks so chill. He does. He know? does. Let, okay. Okay. Let's build like a timeline for like what we did mm-hmm. with Jones. Okay. How do you think Connor and Khabib are going to be? I like this. Mm-hmm. All right, because I I, all I gonna see, go down. So. I I think that that's gonna it's it's gonna be probably the same time frame as you mentioned. Mm-hmm. Jones Adesanya. Yeah, I think. Uh, all right, this is this is my sequence of events. All right, right? let's hear it. Let's hear it. Khabib's one hundred percent gonna be in attendance at two fifty seven. Mm-hmm. Right, Chandler beats Dan Hooker. Okay, in spectacular mm-hmm. fashion. Mm-hmm. I think he's going to prove his worth to the UFC, to Dana, and to Khabib. Okay. And then Connor's going to beat Dustin, also in spectacular fashion. All right. right. Post fight interview with Connor. He's not going to call Khabib out. In fact, he's not going to call anyone out. Mm-hmm. He's just going to say something along the lines of, I'll take whoever's next. Mm, next right? fight, right? Yeah. He wants to whoever's fight. Next. For, yeah. He, I think he mentioned he wants yeah, to he fight wants to be seven like a times. Season, right? Yeah. yeah. Seven times this year. Khabib's going to walk into the octagon, right? Mm-hmm. And he's going to have a GSP and Matt Hughes moment and say, I, I was not I wasn't impressed by impressed with that. Yeah. Yes. Yes, you like that, right? You like that. This is okay, how it's gonna okay, go down. Okay, this you're, is how you're it's gonna go down. You're tapping into my GSP mark. Yeah, and, and we're gonna decide. we're gonna repeat this also tomorrow night. Okay. He is gonna be like, I wasn't impressed with your performance because I don't know, whatever. Because Michael Chandler did something spectacular also right before he did. Mm. And he'll say, he'll say, he's gonna make peace with Connor. I think they're gonna make peace. They're gonna shake hands, possibly hug, and Con- and Khabib will be like. You you and Chandler fight. I will fight the winner. That's what's wow. gonna happen. Wow! Really? I th- yeah, I think Khabib's gonna lay lay down the law. Mm. You know, make his peace with Connor and say, "You want to fight? You beat Chandler. 
and Beach then Channel. I send you location. Then I send you location. <laughs> I take your chicken. Yeah, and then you see Dana White. Yeah, and then you see Dana White eyes turn into diamonds because he's like, Ooh. "Wow!" So you think it's gonna happen that quick? Because I think I have I have a feeling that Khabib's not even gonna sh- do anything. Like he, that night he's just gonna he's gonna fade you know he's just gonna ride on his horse on a sunset yeah connor yeah maybe i'll i'll go with that prediction yeah you know i i mean it's very likely that we're not really gonna feel khabib's presence because one it's not like him to walk into the octagon yeah oh so two, this is your dream scenario exactly this is dream scenario and two okay. he's not really the type yeah to like kind of put the spotlight on himself yeah, but maybe this is something that can happen post 257. He'll tell Dana, Dana, I'll fight Connor if Connor beats Chandler. Because for me, um, I think that and Connor. Then... Ha- oh, oh, okay, what do we got? Connor beats Khabib. Okay, Connor beats Chandler. Connor beats Khabib and then retires with. The trilogy fight. The Diaz fight. With Nate Diaz for the 155 pound belt, baby. That's okay. I, I would I would I would actually go the opposite route and I would go with okay, maybe Connor wins. And then he still has to face Gagey versus Oliveira. He still has to face Diaz. But I believe that his retirement fight might be Khabib. They're gonna meet like in- okay. That's a, that's a beautiful sentiment as well. So I do believe that Khabib might be the maybe Khabib needs to take some time out of the sport first. You know, mm-hmm. retire the belt, do his thing, and then, dude, when he comes back, Connor will be waiting. I, I think, think Connor yeah. Connor wants to put a lot of mileage between that fight and uh, the, the fight, their initial meeting, and where he is now. Yeah. So. Let him have his redemption arc. Let him be the undisputed champ and in, in lightweight, and mm-hmm. then make it enticing for Khabib to yeah. come back. I mean, it's 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 kind of like a full circle moment, right? Because Khabib became champion in Connor's ab- absence, mm-hmm. and if Connor becomes champion in Khabib's absence, mm-hmm. there it is. Then the rematch is kind of like a full circle. It's Khabib coming out of a break. Yeah. To try and get his belt back, which is beautiful. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, either Nate or Khabib could be his retirement fights. I don't think Connor is going to be the type of fighter to kind of like outstay his welcome. Yeah. Yeah. Overstay I'm, his welcome. I'm sure. I'm you know, sure. he's not going to BJ Penn that. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's true. <laughs> BJ Penn, the original BJ champ, 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 dude. The original champ, champ. But also, BJ- let me just say, I want to put this out into the universe right now. Mm-hmm. Connor Jr versus rush holloway it's gonna happen ufc ufc 600 ufc 600 yeah and then our children are gonna be covering it in between rounds second generation the next generation (laughs) yeah yeah that'd be dope Mm -hmm. that'd be dope yeah Yeah, a lot of like less of a prediction and more like a press conference unpacking no our predictions are tomorrow that's true that's yeah, true. That segues to what's happening tomorrow, Gabe. Oh my goodness, it's come happy. You reminded me. Mm-hmm. So tomorrow night at 8 30 p.m. Filipino time, mm-hmm. we're gonna be doing a UFC 257 official preview and predictions mm-hmm. on IG Live. IG Live. Because so, live um, is where it's at. 
Mm-hmm. 11 million out there do mm-hmm. come through like help mm-hmm. us help us you know what uh form these predictions yeah yeah, yeah. but and let's let's do okay for example let's just assume maybe because we have viewers or listeners from all over the freaking world mm-hmm. thank you guys i see you denmark i see you ireland i see you germany i see you singapore <laughs> um very quickly i guess let's run down predictions for the co-main and main oh yeah for sure. Okay. Just very quickly, right? Um, Just to kind of close well, off. You kind of gave your prediction already, so I'll give you my prediction. Okay. I think Michael Chandler would take it, mm-hmm. probably in, hmm, probably in decision. I don't know. Dan Hooker's pretty strong. You think so? Yeah. Probably he's gonna get the takedown late in the rounds, or he's not gonna get it at the start. Yeah. I think the start it's gonna be on the feet. Is it weird? I just can't see Mike Chandler losing. I just can't. I can't I, envision it. I can. I think this is like one of the biggest debuts in a long time. And I just think. Yeah. It's Dude, just like. Debut know. in your co-main Conor McGregor. In a Conor McGregor card. Yeah, that's pretty big. That's a big debut. That's big money business, son. That's big money business. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's who I see. Uh, yeah, you know, I just feel like it's also going to go. Hmm, uh, my heart says Dustin, but. The Dustin Back. one is hard to call, right? The Dustin yeah. Connor. My my heart says Dustin. I want Dustin to win, but you know, my facts mm-hmm. say Connor, both by decision. I think he feels. I think Dustin might feel pressure because he knows he's just gonna get a fat check after this, right? So like that's he's, why he he's comfortable. Pressure? He's comfortable. He doesn't have to feel pressured then. I feel like he feels pressure because of how comfy it is. Of how comfy it is, and like he doesn't feel like performing, but he has mm-hmm. to perform. It's weird, but like I feel like that's what's going through his head. I don't know. I I don't think that fat checks. Um, they don't. They don't. <clears throat> they don't waver him. Like he's still a fighter through and through. Mm-hmm. I, I think he just wants to go out there and perform at his best. I think he's just keeping his emotions in check because this is the same mm-hmm. fight that gave him a huge loss. Yeah. I mean, this is the same person that served him a huge loss. So yeah. he can't go under that. So he's he's just chilling out. So yeah, and Art he deserves says, this fight, man. He does. He, really he, does. he deserves a red panty night. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he deserves a red panty night. He's done a lot for the division. He's yeah. Done a lot for the sport. So yeah. I want to get that hot sauce. It looks good. I want to get that hot sauce. You know what? I might be able to get a hold of it. Might mm-hmm. order some stuff from the states. I'll let you know. I'll get you. Let one. me know. Yeah. Yeah, I'll get you one. Support that. Support it might that. even be sold out. Ooh, I'm sure. I'm pretty Connor- sure it's delicious, though. Honestly, dude, it looks delicious. Dude, when Connor would try like getting more of that, and he endorses it, oh, that's gonna sell oh, no, no. crazy. It's done. It's done. It's done. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm. I'll Google it after. <laughs> oh, right on time. Actually, we're about perfect. To hit 40, we're at hit the. 40 I like this episode. Mark. Good one. We didn't even have a structure. We were just like, yeah. There was a I lot of this impact. one. There was lots there of was. There was. 40 minutes is the magic number. Yeah. So, guys. Early answer allergy medicine. <laughs> it works like a charm. So, thank you guys for listening in. If you guys haven't seen the press conference, we do advise you to watch it because mm-hmm. it's just a class act through and through. Mm-hmm. Through Michael Chandler, Dan Hooker, Conor McGregor, and Dustin Poirier. Please do watch that. And also, IG live Saturday, uh, January 23rd, 8.30 at Philippine Standard Time. Do come through. Support all the in-betweeners out there. That's Instagram. It's at inbetweenroundsph. Boom. We close in this episode? Yes, and just a few words. If you're listening right now, 
just take a moment to send us some positive energy mm. because we got a few things down the pipeline that we want to happen. We don't necessarily need the, these things to happen, but we would like really appreciate yes, it. Yes, it would really, it would really you know, help. Yeah, I'm really passionate help. about this podcast to not Same. let anything deter me. Mm-hmm. But of course, any kind of support is welcome support. So, yes, you know, we're not going to tell you what it is because that will be premature. I don't want to jinx mm-hmm. it, but like mm-hmm. um, we wouldn't be as fired up if it weren't for you guys listening. Mm-hmm. So I appreciate that. Boom. To the yeah. 11 million. Just kidding. I'm humble this time. I'm Connor mode. <laughs> Connor mode. Connor 2021. All right, guys. We'll All see right. you tomorrow night mm-hmm. for everyone in Manila and possibly tomorrow morning and or afternoon for everyone else around the world. There it is. With that being said, Jazz Walker, play us out. You've been listening to the In Between Rounds podcast with Gabe Ojeda and Pacha Strada, your weekly MMA habit and the only Filipino mixed martial arts podcast that matters. Be sure to subscribe on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or anywhere podcasts are available to get new, fresh weekly episodes. For more content and updates, please follow us on Instagram at InBetweenRoundsPH.